Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch Podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show recapping the weekend of March 3rd through the 5th, 2023. My name is Paolo, and I'm your host. Hope everyone's doing well out there. I've had a super busy week this week. It's the last week before the Oscars, and I still have a bunch of films to watch. It's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode, so I can get back to watching those. Still, a couple of debuts this weekend to go over, so let's hop right in. In first place, United Artists released their third Creed film to a, uh, to a series best of $58.3 million. The first Creed opens to $29.6 million and the second to $35.5 million. Uh, this $58 million was just in over 4,000 theaters for a 14.5 per theater, thousand per theater average. Uh, overseas, it made another $43 million for just under $100 million globally for the weekend. Great performance by Michael B. Jordan in his directorial debut, and as well as for Jonathan Majors, who has back-to-back number one weekends between this and Ant-Man. Um, this is also great, especially considering that box office pros had pegged this one to be at maybe like uh, $43 million or so for the weekend. Um, so, you know, $15 million over that. This one got an A- cinema score compared to A for the last two films, and an 88 critics, 96 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes compared to 95-89 for the first film and an 83-80 for the second. Uh, so in line with that, and solid performance all around with great word of mouth. But otherwise, it had about $25 million more than the last one, $75 million versus $50 million, and the first one was $37 million. But opening weekends have risen accordingly, so this is a great success overall. Um, the domestic box office of the first two had been 3.7x and 3.25x to about $1.109 million and $115 million domestic, respectively. So this one with a 3.5x multiplier, if you think you know the two weeks between it and John Wick 4 won't give it in, uh, would, uh, a 3.5 multiplier would put it at $200 million, a first for the franchise if you say maybe 3.25x in line with the second film um you know it, but it has like two weeks between this and john wick 4 which is another uh you know franchise that's looking to increase uh entry over entry um but in any but we'll get to that in, in a couple of weeks um this one if it's a 3.25x multiplier creed 3 would get to 188 million for its run now, with that number, about 60% of the gross being domestic from the last two films, this will put at about $300 million or so globally, which would be about $85 million more than the last film. Overall, though, this is, again, a big win for United Artists and for Amazon, who owns it. Um, just, just some of the accolades here, you know, the biggest box office ever for a sports movie opening. Um, of course, the biggest in the Rocky franchise by extension. This is the biggest opening for a black director and direct, direct, directorial debut, and the biggest opening ever for an Amazon Studios film. Uh, in second place, Ant-Man continues to free fall with 60% down in its, weekend, in its third weekend for $12.8 million in 3,825 theaters for 3,349 per theater average and a $187 million domestic total. Overseas has made about $232 million so far, so just under $420 million worldwide. I put together a spreadsheet since oh, I keep going back to these, these numbers for Marvel films, but Ant-Man 3 uh, comes in with the third worst third weekend drop of all time. Um, uh, on top of having the second, on top of having the actual worst second weekend drop for last weekend. Um, so to be precise, it was a 59.92% drop this weekend against Thor 261.2 and Thor 3's 62.04. Though I believe both of their third weekends came like around Thanksgiving or so. So understandable that they would have a steeper drop than normal. So um, I mean, there's not much be- point in beating a dead horse here, or I guess a dead ant in this case. There's a terrible performance by the MCU, and they really need to figure out what they're going to be doing to adapt moving forward. Though I expect Guardians of the Galaxy to maybe write the sip a little bit. 
In third place, Cocaine Bear hit $11.1 million in its second weekend, 52% drop in 3,571 theaters for 3,119 per theater average and a $41 million domestic total to date. Overseas has got under $12 million for a $53 million total to date against its $30 million production budget. This one should turn a tidy profit by the end of its run, even if it's not anything ridiculous to write home about, but still a solid performance nonetheless. In fourth place, we have uh, another anime film coming up, uh, the Demon Slayer movie uh, in, uh, to the Swordsmith Village arc. Um, this one opened to $10.1 million in 1774 theaters for 5,703 per theater average, um, just about 10.8 million for just about the 10.8 million forecasted by box office pros. Now, this one's a little bit weird because this was actually not a original movie movie, but rather the last two episodes of the most recent season of the anime, plus an extended version of the first episode of the upcoming season, debuting in about a month or so. So for diehard fans, for the franchise, this is their way to get to see that first look at the new se- at the new uh, season. However, apparently the film was just put together so lazily, they actually included the opening and credits for each episode, um, and also like the ad breaks in between, so definitely not like something made for cinemas. Um, because of this, it has a not great review, 68% audience on Rotten Tomatoes, only a B-plus cinema score. Box office-wise, obviously it wasn't going to be the $22 million uh, of uh, opening weekend of the record-breaking Mugen Train entry from 2021, especially since Creed took most of the large format screens, but I would expect this one to probably drop north of the 70% that most anime films tend to do, so maybe even as high as $80 million. So the fact that this wasn't able to, but I still think also the fact that this was able to get to $10 million, um, you know, even if it was like this lazily put together, I think so is just how much anime is going in the West. Uh, rounding out the fifth place uh, of the year of the weekend was Jesus Revolution, dropping a respectable 47% in 2,575 theaters for an 8.4 million weekend take and a 30.3 million total. Not bad given its $15 million production budget. Overall, I'd say both it and Cocaine Bear are outperforming expectations this week this uh, this weekend. Outside the top five, we have Lionsgate, Operation, Operation, releasing Operation Fortune, uh, Guy Ritchie spy film starring Aubrey Plaza and Jason Statham. This one released back in January overseas and only is just coming to the U.S. now. Made $3.1 million this weekend against the forecast of $4 million. B-plus cinema score, nothing to write home about here. Um, not too great, but there's, again, barely any marketing for this. Puss in Boots cost $175 million this weekend. Uh, Magic Mike hit $25 million as it loses 1,100, uh, uh, 1100 theaters. AD for lost about 900 theaters, hit $38 million. Knock at the Cabin lost 905 theaters and hit $35 million. So I think all of these are starting to you know open up space for the films coming in March. Um, you know, uh, Megan sadly won't hit $100 million, but it is close at $94 million. And globally, it has become the second highest slasher film of all time behind the 2018 Halloween re- remake and ahead of the 1996 Scream film with $173 million to date. Not bad for a $12 million budget for Megan. Oh, and of course, and somehow Violent Night ended up costing $50 million, which is not bad at all. We also saw a boost to some Oscar-nominated films, though nothing crazy total, totals-wise. Most are already available online. The Oscar Swords program made the most at about $400,000. RRR, in its, uh, in its re-re-re-release, uh, in 283 theaters, made about $200,000. Everything Everywhere, you know, of the Best Picture winners, included the most, uh, 56% versus last week, an up 327 theaters, up to 636 total. Living the Bill Nighy film, you know, gained 212 theaters, up to 348 total. Iris International film The Choir Girl had... Expanded its limited release from six to eight to, to eighteen theaters, and in the Fablemans, Tar, Banshees, and Triangle of Sadness, as part of the Best Picture showcase, each got about a couple hundred theaters each. 
Uh, overall, boosted by Creed 3 and the expected stronger than expected performances of from from the second week films. Uh, box office was at 117 million this weekend. Uh, next weekend, there are going to be three new releases. 65, the Adam Driver uh, dinosaur film from Sony, forecast to make only seven to 12 million dollars from box office pros. Uh, focus features sports comedy Champion, starring Woody Harrelson as a basketball coach for some uh, special needs players, um, forecasted for four to seven million dollars. And then the big film coming this weekend will be Scream Six from Paramount, forecast to make thirty-five to forty-two million dollars. Going to be a tight race to see who comes out on top between it and Creed's second weekend. Uh, overseas and international news the slam dunk anime movie seems to be doing well in Korea had the most admissions in the, in its first day ever for an anime film outpacing Your Name from Makoto Senkai uh, in India RRR is now the highest grossing film uh, from India worldwide 146 million US dollars to date uh, it re- its re-releases pushed it past KGF Chapter 2 um, also Pathan uh, is also doing very well with 125 million US dollars uh, in only 40 days notably without a China release Speaking of China, we have a new number one film over there, Hong Kong film Cyber Heist, with 6.2 million for the weekend. Don't have time to—I didn't have time to write this uh, last episode, but um, we had another number one film from China, new number one film from China last week, um, A Guilty Conscience, um, which is now down to number two. Uh, meanwhile, Ant Man is only down to number four, with only about 36 million to date over there. That said, it seems the MCU will continue in China with Guardians of the Galaxy three also getting a release date in China, as well as Lyle Lyle Crocodile. In any case, you know, the last couple of headlines to cover before I dive back into watching more Oscar films, Avatar has officially set its digital release date for March 28th, the traditional three-month window, so it makes sense. And then we got news from Variety that Star Wars is in a bit of a mess right now. The Kevin Feige project is officially solved. The Patty Jenkins Star Wars project is officially solved. Um, the only thing really in development seems to be the Taika Waititi film, which he looks like he's going to be appearing in on screen. Uh, Rian Johnson's film isn't officially solved, but it's been put on the back burner just because he's busy with Knives Out fantasy at the moment. So, yeah, uh, between Star Wars and Marvel, Disney needs to figure their shit out. And with that, that's a wrap for this episode. Super many else would like to cover via email at boxofficewatchpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at boxofficewatchpodcast, B O Watch Podcast. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review at the very least tell a friend any that helps. Links in the show notes. Numbers comes from dnumbers.com. Into and out team music from Kevin MacLeod, Incompetent, Gulfimus.io. Editing production by Ninsborn Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch Podcast. And remember, our watch goes on. Yeah.